to be fit and strong for business. How about you? <laughs> and it's interesting, I think, that there's a lot of people in business who whinge, moan and complain, a little bit of whining, have some cheese with that wine. Their business is not going as well as they would like it to go. They're not as successful as they would like to be. And my question is always this, are you fit? Are you strong for business? And as an exercise professional, it's been an interesting part of my whole career path that we get people fit and strong for life. We get their muscles strong and their heart and lungs strong. But what about your brain? What about your mental toughness? What about your wisdom? What about your ability to think clearly? What about your uh, creativity? And what about your passion? And surely, and I'll rephrase, is it possible that if you are fit and if you are strong and if you are healthy, that you can do so much more with your life, including have a more successful business? The reverse of that, there are a lot of people who whinge, moan and complain to me that they don't have time to exercise because they're too busy in their business. Well, how about this? Is it possible that if you don't find time to be fit, healthy and strong, you'll have to find time to be stressed, you'll have to find time to be sick, you'll have to find time to be overcome, overwhelmed, uh, stressed out by the big challenges that business will bring. So my very first question when it comes to a successful business is are you physically fit and are you physically strong and are you maintaining that strength and fitness all the time? There's a lot of people that do, you know, they, they exercise three times a week or they start an exercise program and stop or they eat healthy for a bit and then they stop or they're stressed so they, oh, I can't, I'm too busy at the moment so I have to, have to give up my exercise program until I'm not too busy. And could that be the reason why our ability to think clearly to make great decisions, to be creative and to overcome challenges becomes limited because we don't have a body that's fit and strong. So here's a great question. <laughs> Are you as fit and strong as you need to be so that you can have a great business? Then specifically, what needs to be fit for business? And as a woman, and I'm coming, I can't come at you from a male headspace because I'm a female, but it's been a really interesting uh, experience as a woman in business because first of all, I was told that I can't be successful in business because I'm a woman. And of course, that's just ridiculous. But <laughs> is it possible that, and when you have a look at the numbers, you could have an argument if you were debating, and I used to be on the debating school uh, team at school, I could debate that. I could say that women can't be successful in business because look at the numbers. When you have a look at how many successful businessmen there are, and we'll just use the financial uh, measurement, uh, versus how many successful females there are, there are a hell of a lot more successful men. But when you have a look at the skills required to be really good at business, why is it that, I think that when you have a look at what women are really good at, tend to be good at, which is being caring and nurturing and making people feel special and including people in a group, all those things that, that as women we're supposed to, or we're known as being really good at, uh, they should be things that give us a successful business. So why is it that there are so many successful men in the business and so few women? Now, there's a big political argument about that, and I don't want to get into that. But one of the things I think is really important to consider, and I'll use an example. If I've got uh, two men or a group of men on a football field or two men in a boxing ring or a UFC cage or I've got two men having an argument or a fisticuff punch-up fight, have you noticed, I've certainly experienced men who get really angry with each other and fight with each other physically and mentally or both, and 
They then have a beer together afterwards or they have a cup of coffee, they have a chat, they pat each other on the back, shake hands. One of the interesting things about fighting sports like MMA and UFC, when you've got two fighters that really respect each other, they will be trying to knock each other out. And when the bell goes, they give each other a hug and shake hands and say, congratulations, what a great fight. What I haven't noticed with women is that same response. <laughs> uh, if you've got two women having a fight and one woman calls the other one horrible names or they yell and scream at each other and swear at each other, uh, it's likely, I'll ask the question, when, when will those two women talk to each other again, if ever? Is it possible that as women, one of the reasons we are challenged in business is that business, the headspace for business needs to be logical. We need to be able to systematically work through a challenge, work through a problem, work through a confrontation situation and be able to come out the other end without the emotion. We come out the other end with two people who say, well, that was a great fight or that was a great competition or thanks for, for going into opposition in business with me, but I really respect the fact that you're good at business and I'm good at business. It seems that as women, we need to be real, more, much stronger emotionally and be able to look at things more logically. So what's that got to do with exercise and why, I'm in my, why am I in my garage, as I call my anti-aging room? Uh, particularly, uh, I'm not dressed as a businesswoman today, that's for bloody sure. Because I am a businesswoman <laughs> and I deal with every single day tough, strong, logical businessmen. Now, I don't want to change. I don't want to become who I'm not. But I certainly want to have a brain that's capable of not being controlled by my emotions. And it's one of those challenges. And again, this is a very uh, confrontational, controversial thing to talk about. But if I can't look at something logical, if I'm just always looking at something emotionally, is it possible that that could hold me back in business? That could make me unfit for business or less fit than I could be than if I had the capability of looking at everything from a logical point of view. So how do you pull yourself out of emotion? So if you're angry or frustrated or annoyed or you don't like somebody or there's an emotional heated situation, how do you pull yourself out of that? And of course, that's why I'm in my anti-aging garage. Because if I punch the bag really hard, if I sprint on the spot, I'm just watching, I've got my dumbbell there. If I do dump, if I do jump squats, if I skip rope, if I do something that makes me puffed, uh, makes me overload my muscles and bones, overload my central nervous system, and most importantly, if I overload my hormonal system. <laughs> now, the, it's interesting because if you observe the differences between men and women, and I'm being very general here, but it seems that men are involved in a lot more sporting activities and or other activities where their hormonal system is driven by those movement drugs. So if I'm under stress or under pressure, if I put my body under stress or pressure, my body will produce movement hormones, epinephrine from the brain, adrenaline from the adrenal glands, cortisol to make sure that I can overcome the threat. Whether I have to fight the threat or whether I have to run away from the threat, my body produces the things that I need to do that. The really cool thing about that hormonal uh, response is that once I've overcome the challenge, once I've fought it off, once I've kicked it out of the way, once I've punched it, once I've run and got away, now my body goes into a different hormonal response. And this is where it gets really exciting from a business point of view. Because now I produce dopamine, reward drug, so I feel really good. Serotonin, satisfaction neurotransmitter, so I feel like my life is pretty bloody awesome. 
I produce endorphins, and ha- which is a happy, uh, happy drug that produces painkillers. <laughs> so my body actually produces the reduction of pain so that I can run, I can punch, I can kick, and I can fight. Uh, and then I produce brain-derived neurotropic factor, which is fertilizer for the brain. And if I want to get better at business, if I want to overcome a challenge, if I've got to think clearly, think creatively, uh, do something differently to make my business grow, I need a better brain. I can't have an emotional brain, and I also can't have a brain that panics or stresses or freezes. So if you have a look at that fight and flight response, one of the things I can do is run away. Now, obviously, when you're in business, you can't do that. It's a not, it's not, it doesn't make for a successful business. I can't run and hide. I have to turn and fight. I have to overcome the challenge. The only other response to, th- to threat or stress is to freeze. And obviously, if you're in business, if you're a leader, a manager, a boss, a pastor, a coach, doesn't matter. If you're responsible for people and or money and or business, uh, panic is never part of the solution, yeah? I have to be able to deal with the stress. And if I'm producing brain-derived neurotropic factor, which is fertilizer for my brain, exercise at high intensity produces epinephrine, adrenaline, cortisol, and then dopamine, serotonin, endorphins, and brain-derived neurotropic factor. So my whole brain changes, and I become a, yes, physically stronger, and yes, physically fitter, but I also become mentally tougher. If I overcome a challenge, if I think that I can't do, um, let's pick a number, if I can't do 30 seconds of punches, and I go, 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 and I go, 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 and I think I can't do it, I think I can do it, and I'm getting puffed, I'm getting puffed, and I just keep going, guess what? If I think I can't, but I do, now I have neurogenesis. I actually grow new brain cells. I've done something that I didn't think I could do. If I don't think that I can lift this really heavy dumbbell, and I do, and I keep going till I can't do any more, and when I think I can't do another one, I'm going to do one more, and another one, and maybe I'm gonna try to do one more. And now I have brain-derived neurotropic factor pumping through my brain. I didn't think I could do it. I did it. I've got neuroplasticity, brain change, and I've got neurogenesis, new brain cells. So any challenge that comes along, I know that I can overcome it because I've done it before. I've overcome challenges before, but I've also got a better brain to overcome them with. So here again is my very... (laughs) Very important question. <laughs> when was the last time you got puffed? When was the last time you overloaded every muscle and bone in your body? When was the last time you put physical and mental toughness through your body so that your body and your brain can become mentally tough? And when you've got brain-derived neurotropic factor, fertilizer for your brain, now you can think differently and overcome challenges better. So you become fitter and stronger mentally and physically for business and for life. And one of the things about business that's been, if you ask anybody in business, <laughs> poor old Basil, he gets beaten up all the time, uh, ask anybody that's been in business for any length of time, and stuff, horrible stuff, tough challenges, big problems will come in, on, in your way, they'll get in your way, they'll try and pull you down. There'll be people, there'll be the government, there'll be rules, there'll be mandates, there'll be a whole heap of stuff in business that really will affect whether or not we stay in business if we're not fit and strong. 
But if we're really fit and strong and we know that we can overcome challenges, is it possible then that when a challenge comes along, we go, hey, Basil, bring it on. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the challenge because I know that I'm physically tough enough and mentally tough enough to handle it. One of the reasons why I love boxing and UFC and martial art fights, I've got a husband that's a, a Taekwondo fighter, I love watching watching him fight <laughs> because it's I know that he goes into the ring fully prepared mentally and physically, knowing he's done all the work so that any challenge that comes across his path, he can overcome it. So I've taken the, the skills and the knowledge and the and the talent and the observation of what goes on inside a martial art ring or UFC cage or or a boxing ring and said, how can I apply that to my business? How can I apply that to my life? So I become better at what I do. I'll give you another example. One of the reasons I really love boxing, for example, is uh, people say, Rob, you're a woman. How can you love boxing? I actually like watching boxing because to me, it's the ultimate sport. Two people go in and one person comes out the winner. There's only, <laughs> I think the only other sport close to that would be something like squash or tennis, where there's two people up, up against each other. But in boxing or in any kind of martial art, it's actually physical contact. So when you go into that ring, there's only one way that you can win. And uh, I've learned this from the best in the world. Is it possible that you have to believe that you are the best? I use Muhammad Ali as the example. As I was growing up, he used to get criticized. I remember as a kid, people hating Muhammad Ali because he used to say all the time, I'm the greatest, I'm the greatest, I'm the greatest. But here's my question. If you go into a heavyweight boxing title fight and you believe that you are second best, <laughs> what's gonna happen? Another question, if the opposition person believes that you are second best, what's gonna happen? So the reverse of that, if I believe that I'm the greatest and my opposition believes that I'm the greatest, do I have a much better chance of winning that fight? Now, if you look at uh, how fighters prepare, one would expect that if you're getting ready for a title fight, anybody going into a ring knows how to fight. They've got the skill and they've been training and they've got the fitness and the strength to fight. So now it becomes mental, mental toughness. And that would be my suggestion in business, having been in business since literally I was 10 years of age. I, I started my first let me run my own business at 10 years of age. Uh, when I started doing that, I realized that I had to get smarter, I had to get wiser, I had to get tougher, I had to learn and learn and keep learning about business. And one of the things that I've learned about business when I go back to my boxing analogy is if you're going to go into business, you have to be well prepared. Are you fit for business because you know how to, and this, this first part is that you're doing what you're passionate about. If you're not doing this because you love it, don't bother. That would be the suggestion from the best in the world. If you really want to be successful in business, you have to be doing it because you love it. <laughs> Number two, you want to be the best in the world for your customers and clients. Uh, and of course, that means you're going to do the training, the education, the learning. You're going to get all the skills that you need to be able to be good at business. Number three, you've got to add value to people's lives. And it seems that when you get those three together, do what you're passionate about, aim to be the best in the world for your customers and clients and add massive value to their lives, you'll then have a successful business if you've got the business skills, which means, have I done the training? Have I learned how to market my business? Have I learned the sales process, how to communicate effectively with all kinds of people? Do I have all the skills required to set up my my business plan to make sure that I've got uh, risk creation and a risk management 
sorry, wealth creation and risk management plans? Do I have the right plan for employing people if I need to? Do I have a great customer service system? Do I have a great system for my books, for answering the phone, for cleaning the business, for my website and my, and my marketing materials? All the things that we need to have for business. Is it possible that I want to learn those if I'm ready for business, if I'm fit for business? Because I've got the three things happening. I want to be the best in the world. I'm passionate about it. I want to add massive value to people's lives. Then I need the skills. So as I always share, that's what the MAX program is all about. That's what the MAX International Colleges was created for. To make sure that you are healthy, fit and strong and you can handle anything that comes into your life and you can help other people to be healthy, fit and strong. And you can have a career or business that you love and you'll have all the skills to do it because passion's not enough. There's plenty of really passionate people that have gone broke. You have to be able to handle the tough times and that's part of that learning process to number one, accept that there's going to be tough times, expect them and be excited by them. I always use the example, if, if your building gets burnt down or if there's an earthquake or if there's a flood or if there's a worldwide medical crisis where the government closes your business down, imagine that happening. Uh, are you ready for that? Is your business bulletproof, earthquake-proof, flood-proof, virus-proof? Have you done everything you need to do to make sure that if anything happens, your business will still survive? And of course, we've noticed in the last little bit of history that there's been a lot of businesses that weren't fit for business because they hadn't planned for the terrible things that could happen. And there's going to be terrible things. And I will share with you as an old lady that my career path in business from when I was 10 years of age till now, a very old lady. And I love being old because it's helped me become a little bit wiser because I've got more days to learn stuff. Uh, in my lifetime, there's been all of those earthquakes, floods, bushfires, uh, worldwide global financial crisis, worldwide medical crisis. Uh, everything has been thrown at me in my business and I'm still doing it and still loving it because I'm fit for business. <laughs> I'm fit, I'm strong, I'm healthy, I've got a brain that works really well and as I get chronologically older, I actually feel like I'm getting younger because as you get fitter and stronger, you feel younger. As you get better at business, you feel better about your business. And if you've been bankrupt or if you've had terrible big challenges or overcome big hassles, or and I've had them all, literally, uh, and I often share, the Max International Colleges now, we have students in over 18 countries around the world. At the moment, there's 18, just depending on when in history you're watching this. Um, and I one-on-one -on -one look after my students. But there was a stage where we had five college campuses, 23 classrooms. We employed over uh, 200 people. Uh, we've had some really interesting challenges in our life, in our business career, in, in, our, in our career uh, stretch of running all sorts of different businesses. But what I will share with you from everything from starting at the, at the markets selling clothes and, and, and uh, jeans and uh, planter pots when I was 10, right through to now being an international business college. And I've run health clubs all over the world. I've been a consultant to hundreds of businesses in the exercise uh, profession. I've loved being in business, helping my business and other businesses to grow. But the only reason you can do that, the only reason your business will ever be successful, and the only way to enjoy business is to have the body, the health, the fitness, the strength to be able to enjoy it. And if you're stressed and if you're panicking, if, if you get overwhelmed, it's not much fun. <laughs> if you wake up every day thinking, oh, what challenge is going to hit me today? Versus what challenge is going to come today? I'm so excited about it. One of the great stress management things to consider is, uh, and this is funny coming from me because I'm such an optimist, but this is how I run my, run my life. I expect the worst. <laughs> 
Then I plan for it, so when it comes along, it doesn't surprise me. But isn't it funny that when you expect the worst, often the worst doesn't happen. In fact, most of the time, the worst doesn't happen. But when it does, it doesn't scare you, it doesn't surprise you, it doesn't, you don't go, oh my God, where did that flood come from? Because you plan, you've got flood planning, risk management in place. If there's an earthquake, and we've been through that, we had a, a college in Christchurch, New Zealand that was on the top floor of one of the buildings where the most people in Christchurch died. Now, that's a horrible experience, and I don't wish it for anybody, but horrible things happen in life, and we have to be ready for them. So if you want to be fit for business, what are you doing to make sure that you're, and I'll go through all of this very excitedly, do you have strong muscles? Do you have strong muscles pulling on strong bones, which gives you a strong immune system? If you've got a strong immune system, you won't get sick. And if you do pick up some germ bug or virus, you'll get better really quickly. You need a strong central nervous system and a strong endocrine hormonal system to make sure that you are in control of your emotions. I remember as a very young girl saying to myself, the only time I'm going to cry is when I choose to cry. I'm not going to allow somebody else to push my buttons. It's going to upset me and then I cry. If I go to a sad movie and I cry, and boy, do I cry at a sad puppy dog movie. But I'm never going to be in the situation, and I'm asking you to consider how awesome this would be, where somebody tries to upset you, hurt you, pull you down, make you angry, frustrate you, and they can't because you're so tough and so strong. So if you're in business or you want to be in business or you're excited about having your own business because you want to choose your own hours, be your own boss, decide when you go on holidays, decide how much money you want to earn and be in control of your life, which means you have your own business. My question is, are you fit for your business? Are you fit? Are you strong? Are you mentally tough? Are you constantly growing new brain cells, neurogenesis? Are you constantly creating new pathways in your brain, neuroplasticity? And that's really easy when you get puffed and you lift heavy and you take on big challenges. Get puffed, lift heavy, take on big challenges, and you too could be fit for business. Woohoo!